This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Coming to you from the Glasshouse Studios in Nashville, Tennessee, this is Talk to Chuck. Now here's your host, Chuck Wicks. Yes! I give up on the episode number, by the way. You gave up like episode two, bud. <laughs> I don't know what episode it is. I'm also wearing a very tight jacket today. So we have a very... Special guest. You say that about everybody. I do. <laughs> but I, I, I mean that in different ways for people. That's true. So I have known you, Brooke Hogan. Since for, 2011. Wow. Well, who's, who's counting? <laughs> Who is counting? You know. Uh, we used to live together. Yeah, well. Same Wait, building. Kind, same I building. Like, <laughs> I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Easy, pal. No, you were the like creepy tall guy in the elevator all the time. I had no idea that you were in music or anything. Like, I'm kidding. Wow. Oh, he was the hot guy in the elevator, you know? But Yes. But you yeah. never said anything yeah, on the elevator? It was always just like an awkward. No, we said hi. It, it was a little awkward just because <laughs> of one particular situation. Oh, right. My friend had a massive crush on him. Oh. Oh. So I was like, kind of like. So you oh, couldn't say hi. You, you were in a, you were in a weird spot. Yeah, I know. I was like messing up my game. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No. So I have a very. I don't know if you know the story about you. Oh, oh okay. no, I don't. Uh, when you moved into, we're talking about this building in downtown Nashville called the Icon. Right. Yeah, which was one of two buildings that made up the gulch. Right. And surrounded by dirt lots. Yes. Yeah. And now there's many, many high rises and it's just a different thing. Right. But we were the cool kids that were there early. We were super cool and we were the coolest people at the pool. That's right. I'm yeah. glad you brought up the pool. <laughs> okay, please. This, this you remember what... a memory of me at the pool? <laughs> well, I heard this about you. I, know, I wasn't there when it happened. Okay. 
I heard they're like, hey, did you hear what happened to um, um Brooke Hogan? What? And I'm like, what? Oh, Brooke Hogan, the girl, the girl that like was on TV and stuff. Because you had your own show, what right? Was, what was it called? Brooke knows best. Brooke knows and best. Hogan knows best. And yeah. Hogan, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know she is. She lives here. And they're like, yeah, yeah, she's here. She's singing country music. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. What happened at the pool? They're like, she got kicked out. I did not. Oh, no, no, no. This is what I heard. This is the rumor. Oh, yeah. Well, we live in Nashville, so it's Rumorville. There we go. Yeah. it. You got kicked out of the pool or told to change because you had a thong on. Oh, I did. I did. Wait. What? No, they told me. Well, I mean, I'm coming straight from Miami. Yeah. And by the way, it was a Brazilian bottom, but here in the Bible Belt, (laughs) that's a thong. It looks like something that would go underneath your clothing. Don't think those people have been to the Icon Pool anytime lately because that is the style now. (laughs) You know, I was setting trends a long time ago. I was wearing clear heels, you know, 15 years ago, and people were like, you look like a hooker. And I'm like, this will be the style. Trust me, I'm psychic. You were early. Yeah, I'm and on it. So the Brazilian bottoms. <laughs> yeah. And did you leave? Did they go up to you and say, excuse me, miss? Oh, I was so mad. Oh, I was what? like, oh, because it's first of all, like kind of embarrassing for somebody to be like, ma'am, your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what about it? And they're like, you need to cover it. I'm like, oh, now I'm going to have this diaper, you know, I almost said diaper rash. <laughs> like this, maybe that too, but this diaper like tan line, I was like, screw it. I'm just going to go out on my balcony and show the gulch my butt. And how, how old were you when you first moved to town? You were young. Well, right? it was 2011. So I guess I was, well, let me do my math. 22 or 23, something like that. I'm 32 now. Yeah, that makes sense. So yeah. I remember when I was 22, I'd always wear a Brazilian. You know, I mean, shoot, I was 18 wearing a Brazilian. Yeah. I was in Miami. I, if I was in Miami, I would be banana hammock all day. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Oh my well, God. you better not go down to the gay beach then. Sammy, you... Sammy, what's wrong with that? Come on. Where to begin, Chuck? Where Abby, begin? come on. What if Teddy Rob was wearing a banana hammock? Oh, my gosh. That's not true. I feel like if anybody could pull it off, though, you would, right? Like, people would much rather see you in one than somebody else. I don't know no, about I don't, that. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> Uh, I can think of very attractive men, and even still, I'm not sure that I really want to see them in uh, Speedo. Oh, see, like, I grew up around wrestlers, so, like, spandex and tiny things oh, yeah, on that, men are, like, normal. That's norm. the norm. That's, yeah. like, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> big, like, well, wrestlers were a little different, though. They're, like, big. They're thicker, right? The wrestlers had thicker, like, they look like uh, yeah, they, Oh, I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> Those shorts are much different than, I feel like, a Speedo. A Speedo's so Thin. It's like no secrets. Ooh. I don't know. I mean, it was like tidy whities Like it was the cut of like a yeah. brief. Did you so. ever date a wrestler? Did you ever oh date any wrestler? Oh, wow. That many. Well, I, I don't <laughs> know. Where, Where do I start? It's so funny because I moved here. So the whole way that I got to Nashville was I got called by a lady named Dixie Carter. Not dead Dixie Carter. She's very much alive and well. She actually ran Impact Wrestling for Spike TV. Okay. Oh. And she was really passionate about the female division. And my dad was... Uh, managing the wrestlers there and stuff. And she goes, would Brooke ever want to come manage the female division? But we're based out of Nashville. So she has to move here. We're based out of Cummins Station, which by the way, when I moved here, the lights were burnt out and it was Cum Station. So that's my oh first my memory. <laughs> um, I actually yes. remember that. Yeah. I would send pictures to my friends. I'm like, look what I live next to, Cum Station. I know, we're so immature. It's like such degenerates. Look at what the sign says. Um, but yeah, so I came down here and she was like, there's lots of music and stuff there. So you might like it. I moved here sight unseen. But long story short, we did a a storyline where I married this guy, Bully Ray, who was like this big, nasty wrestler. And we like did the whole in ring, you know, wedding and everything. Yeah. And uh, I didn't realize he actually ended up asking me out in real life. (laughs) I did not realize that he was dating a girl named Velvet Sky. 
And I was starting to get looks from her and I'm like, why didn't she like me? You know, I had no idea. So oh, I don't, is Velvet Sky, a, is that her real she's, name? Yeah, well, I don't really know her real name actually. She, was she but a wrestler? She's, she's a wrestler. She's a very good wrestler and okay. very pretty and very sweet. I don't think she liked me after she knew he had asked me out oh, no. um, or whatever it was. <laughs> I was completely oblivious, but long story short, she's cool. He's kind of shady. And right. I don't know what's going on, but he's been hitting me up lately. And I'm like, oh, oh recently, oh. Re like as of today, he really? sent me a picture of our storyline. And he was like, Leah, let me, he goes, great storyline. I'm like, mm -hmm. Hold on, what is this guy's name? I'm going to look him up. Bully Ray. Oh, that's his real Bubba name? Dudley. Bubba. He's got a million Jeez. names because he's wrestled under a bunch of different names. Give me, give me the one that's uh, DMing you. Give me that one. Uh, I would look up, where is his dang? That just doesn't surprise me. Men me are so gross. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just like, what the heck, man? And you know what? I can razz him a little bit because he put me through a hard time. So absolutely, this was this was the shot of me being like, please, Dad, don't beat up my boyfriend. Oh, yeah, that's a great shot. Yeah, good little shot here. I'll give. If a people are just uh, if they're still trying to figure out who Brooke, oh, there we go, Hogan is. You know, because yeah. the cameras will be like, can we zoom in on that, let please? Me yeah, let me see that. Amazing. That's great. Hey, can you guys? Is that a good shot? Do you guys have a shot Anybody of that? Which one should we look at? Oh, here, let me see this. One? There you go. Look at that. This is. Me being go. like, Daddy, please, Got don't it. beat him don't up, Dad, do don't. Yeah. Wow. In hindsight, he should have. Look at your dad. But anyway, I love your dad, by the way. He's so cool. Who doesn't love your dad? Here, I, pull, I, I pulled something. I pulled something. What? Okay, right. go. Is, I'm so excited about my buttons over here. <laughs> here we go. And what you gonna do when Hulkamania and the largest arms in the world run wild on you? Yeah. Come on, right, 7.30 p.m. right here. I mean, are you... Pretty good. Dude, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. It. Yeah. I got to, when they brought me on to TNA, I got to um, do this really cool opener to like, or this like commercial basically to say, hey, Brooke Hogan's coming to Impact Wrestling. And they dressed me up in the red and yellow and put me on top of the on top of the ramp with sparklers and the whole thing. And they did close-ups of like my t-shirt and this and that. And the first like giveaway was that you saw my red nails and you knew that it wasn't my dad or that I didn't have 24 inch pythons. <laughs> so you and dressed then, up as your dad. Yeah, and I tore the shirt and everything, the sparklers went out. It was really cool. That's Guess awesome. who else? This is fantastic. Oh this is, I can't believe we got on this, yeah. uh, ironically. Mm -hmm. You know, you gotta embrace it though because people are like, oh, you can't do wrestling and be from Miami and do country music. And we just don't understand it. I'm like, you know what, I'll do it. Yeah. Brooke, there's a natural transition here that I do not want to skip over. There is someone else on this set that has dressed up as your father. Hell Let yeah, brother. Sammy shit. Hell yeah, yes. brother. Uh, pretty much the only thing I know about wrestling is Hulk Hogan. And when I graduated high school, I was voted the most likely to be a WWE diva. Oh I would totally yeah. believe that. Yeah, those totally are pretty much the that. only two things I know about wrestling. Nice. You would be a, you would be a great uh, diva. Well, I used to live in Orlando and they like train there. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so, they do train there. Uh, Performance I mean, center, yeah. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I never went. I just feel like it's, listen, if you're if you're somewhat of like a thick slash in shape girl, right. they're like, yeah, you could be a diva. I think that's like, yeah. well, wait, like wait, wait, wait. I feel like that's what people gave me the qualification of. Let me like, ask, let me ask. Have to work very hard. Let me ask a professional. Yeah, well, I know, but I'm saying I'm not willing. No, wait. To, okay, there's something to this. We're gonna wrestle right now. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, I tap out. All right. Just like okay. Get the jello. Get the jello. Oh um, no, Sammy actually is a great gymnast. Really? Yeah. I was so, gymnast for great. 20 years. Yeah. Nice. Well, I think that obviously lent itself to people voting for me in high school that right. I would be a WWE diva. But right. yeah, I. I don't I don't even know what I just know that when I I see the wrestling like that is not easy it that hurts. is not yeah oh, that's man. not yeah 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I could like do a flip and land off the little things, right. like the little, what are they called? Yeah. The yeah. Around here. What are they? The ring. The, the rings? The, the rings? What no. are you talking about? Yeah, what is that? Those little rubber things they jump off of. The, the rope? The, the rope. Thank you. The <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't think of the word. What? The rubber bands. The ru- that, I literally yeah. was about yeah. to say rubber bands. Like, yeah, maybe I could do that. What's, That's pretty much it. What is a, um, what's a diva get paid in wrestling? Less than the men do. Um, which kind of stinks because people like uh people like watching them a little bit more too you know they're they're actually badass i mean these yeah. girls are tough i once watched god it was gail kim and taryn terrell go into like a total bitch fight and i think it was gail kim was on top of taryn and she was shaking her head she had her nails in her hair and was shaking her and hair extensions were flying oh like god. a cat fight no yeah. oh, what no i was like this not. is insane no. this is real yeah People pop implants. I mean, it, it gets really? nasty. Yeah. So what does oh that God. when someone pops what? an implant? What does that look like? Go into the hospital. I mean, no, I'm serious. Like, does it, look, does it just go flat? <laughs> like one saggy booby. I don't know. Actually, I haven't seen it, but like, I can imagine you, it's not fun. Do you hear it? Do you hear it? Talk? Oh, I'm sure if it's like in your body and it goes. I'm sure the yeah. girl can hear it for yeah. sure. Ooh, I'm sure you feel it yeah. like a little thud against that your chest. Be a good feeling. Oh, no. be a good feeling. No. Nope. Have you ever cried watching your dad wrestle? Oh yeah. No. Do you want to know what made me cry the most? Yeah. My fake wedding. Stop. I was like, oh my god, Dad, you're walking me down the aisle, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, stop it. <laughs> it's <Politically>. fake. <laughs> it's in the script, honey. Yeah. Like, but it feels real. Um, yeah, no, I've totally, I've totally cried. Actually, not. I mean, I was scared when I was little, seeing the blood and stuff. Right. You know, obviously, but yeah. you know, mom just turned off the TV. But nowadays, like, especially with him getting a little bit older and being through so many surgeries and stuff, it was a couple of WrestleManias ago. He was like, well, I'm just gonna go walk out there and do whatever. And just when he comes out, you know, in front of that many people, he gets pumped. I mean, the crowd is deafening. I mean, the, just to know that somebody has that much of an impact on people and so many people love him, you know, it's just, it's so cool. And to go on what you guys were talking about the other day, I think it was Friday. <laughs> um, you were talking about the law of attraction and this and that. My dad and I are super into it. And and he said, I didn't even realize my whole life I was kind of preaching that anyway. Like train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, believe in yourself. You know, like it was those words of affirmation and all those things that, you know, brought up the little Hulkamaniacs. Aww. This is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I cried. I wanted to ask if you ever cried watching your dad because I remember very vividly crying. When you watched her dad? Well, I was watching your dad Aww. wrestle yeah. King Kong Bundy. Oh my gosh, you have <laughs> such a, you, yeah. And King Kong Bundy, he went up, he went to body slam him, and I believe King Kong Bundy landed on top of him and pinned him. Oh no. Oh my gosh. And it destroyed. Poor Hulkster. My heart. Yeah. It ruined me a little oh. bit. I was like, there's no way. Why Hulk Hogan doesn't lose? This doesn't happen. Yeah. It was like one of the first time I think he, he like ever lost. Yeah. And people cried when he went bad too. When he did NWO, that was, that really made a lot of people mad. I thought he looked cool in NWO. Oh, he looked cool, but he told all the fans, he goes, I just did it for the money. Yeah. Oh my God. It made people so yeah. mad. All right. Well, Anyways. Let's get off your dad. I want to <laughs> get on something, which is awesome. I love, so you moved here 2011. Yep. You actually started in pop music. Is that I, right? It's so funny. I was thinking about this in the shower today as I was getting ready because I was like thinking about this path of music. So back when I was 13, I got signed with Lou Pearlman down in Orlando. Oh, he's in like, jail now. Is he, he, is he still he, alive? No. He did. He's dead. He died. He gone. Oh. Um, he but yeah, no, I got signed with him. And what's funny is he was the guy that wanted to take my natural voice and my, you know, 
piano playing and stuff like that and do that kind of real music thing. And he had me with guitar driven, you know, fiddle harmonica stuff kind of music back then. Um, and then he went to jail right in the middle of us releasing an album and right. everything got auctioned off the studio, the hard drives, the plastic CDs, eight Tran by tens, transcontinental transcontinental. Yep. I, uh, so I grew up in, I didn't grow up there. I grew up in Delaware. I went to school in Florida, Southern college, oh, okay. in Lakeland, Florida. Oh, so you were kind of close. So small world. I did a couple things at transcontinental when I was getting started <gasps> in music. Oh my gosh. And I remember like rehearsing there. And you like you would run into the back street, but yeah, yeah, down the hallways and stuff of that studio on Sand Lake Road. Yes, yep, Prologis Park. Um, so I have really, I actually have really great memories of working with Lou. I mean, it was so cool because it was a compound. You'd like go do vocal lessons and then band practice and then you know dance rehearsal. And he just really had this like whole compound of like grooming artists. Mm -hmm. It was amazing. I feel so bad. You're like over there. No, she's no. fine. You're just oh, listening. Good. My great. shadow, my twin. I'm very impressed with your life story. I'm we, just like, it's it's so like crazy. wow, you've done so much. For those who can't see, we put Sammy in a corner. <laughs> we, we put Sammy <laughs> way in the corner. Maybe in a corner. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, it's like he kind of saw the vision of of what I really was, I think. And that that's something that I've always missed, you know, because when he went to jail, um, I got with Larry Rudolph for a minute when Britney Spears fired him. And that kind of took me down that pop route. And then Scott Storch saw me performing. I was like total free agent, just doing a, you know, a club thing that somebody had booked me for at mansion in Miami and Scott Storch and, and the label guy that he was working with were there. And they were like, we'd love for you to be our flagship. Sorry. <laughs> I have like hair in my mouth, our flagship <laughs> artist. Um, and then it went down this whole Scott Storch urban route because I could sing and play piano. Mm. And they were like, oh, she's like a white Sierra. Oh. And I was like, that's cool. You know, and when people like what you're doing and when the song about us was doing good and whatever, it's like, it's fun. I, you know, as a musician, you can write jingles or you could really write anything. If somebody says, write something that sounds like Nick Jonas, you'd be like, oh, I, I get that. Yeah. But, um, you know, it just wasn't like true to me. And like, I was singing like this, like all the stuff people wanted mm -hmm. to hear, right. you know? And, and it's so funny because I was just lost in this like vortex of like, fans expecting a certain thing and then you're a wrestler's daughter and nepotism and just all this different stuff and i was just like you know what i need to reset so when i came here to nashville and i worked for impact i kind of just started writing and like flying under the radar so we'd like run into each other all the time at mcgee that's where i really got to know you or more mm -hmm. of you we lived in the same building of yeah. course and we and we never spoke on the elevator because <laughs> it was super awkward apparently mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but then when we saw i didn't know this that you thought this about me because we were talking off air and i said mm -hmm. save it Save it for the podcast. Uh oh. We would see each other in the hallways of Doc McGee, who's a great manager, McGee Entertainment. Mm -hmm. And because you were working with him as well, mm -hmm. and I was working with him, and you thought I was shy, I guess. Oh, yeah. Because I was like, hey, Chuck. Well, I mean, to be honest, I was trying to like make the love connection happen. I was like, oh my God, you should totally go out with my friend. You know, like not knowing he had a girlfriend at the time or right. whatever, you know? So I was like totally inserting myself like in between. And I'm so sorry about that. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> you know, I like being a matchmaker, but anyways, long story short, he was always nice, but very shy. So when Drew, so Drew mm -hmm. Davis, who's like been the responsible party for keeping me here in Nashville so long, um, he was like, oh yeah, Chuck has a podcast, you need to do it, whatever. And I said, really, he does. I said, he seems so soft-spoken. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I was wrong. Wow. I, I've never heard someone describe Chuck as shy, soft-spoken, or anything you just listed him as. <laughs> so funny. Clearly, Brooke does not follow me on social media. <laughs> I need to right uh, yeah, now, either. let's do it. I followed you already, girl. Oh, well, I saw me, that you weren't I'm following be, me. I'm behind the times oh. here. I was upset. Uh, <laughs> a little it's, bit butthurt. It's at, at Chuck Wicks, W-I-C-K. <laughs> Not just Super nice. not shy. All right, let's see. Yes. I'm finding you. 
There you are. Do it. I'm following you back. Okay, cool. We <laughs> got that check mark. Yeah, that check mark. Ooh, turning me on. Yeah, we got the check mark and everything. We got the check mark. We really. Um, so that's we kind of we knew a lot of, about that. You were doing mm-hmm. country then for sure, right? You made uh, the transition to country. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because like I never saw like a big problem with being like, oh, I like this pop song I did five years ago. I'm just going to release it for my fans. Apparently, it really confuses people. They mm-hmm. only think that you can do one thing. That's right. So yeah, I learned my lesson there. You do a lot of things. Yeah. Do, are you are you an uh, entrepreneur? Like, do you have businesses that we don't know about or that you? have like ventured in, like, do you have a building in Miami that no one knows about? Or do That's you- so funny. Um, I actually, and I never really tell anybody about this. Did you, did somebody clue you no, into that? No, I do that? not know any of this. Really? Um, I don't talk about it ever. So this will be the first time that I actually said it publicly, but I have an Airbnb decorating business here in Nashville. Really? Whoa. So yeah, if you're visiting Nashville, chances are you're staying in a house that I decorated. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that's amazing. Yeah, that's where so, you get all your fancy clothes. You know. I was like, where's she making money, man? I know I'm, I'm a musician too. I'm broke. I'm like, actually, it's from Windsor. This belt was $12. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, I... I I forgot what we were talking about. No, your uh, your Airbnb company. <laughs> oh yeah, the Airbnb company. I was like, this water looks delicious. Is it called something? What is it called? I so- named it after my real name, Brooke Bolea. So oh. BB Designs. Brooke Bolea. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're Italiano. Oh. Yeah. So your uh, so your dad's Terry Bolea. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, okay. and I'm actually trying to convince him to do a wine line with me. Are you going to call so, it Bolea? Yeah. Yeah, it's Actually, a great yeah. wine name. Yeah, I mean, it kind of looks like Bola. It's like Bola with an E before the A. Bolea. Okay, I like that. But um, I yeah, I mean, there's just like such really good like vintage shots of me as me with my dad when I'm like a toddler and just like really cute stuff that I'm like, those should be the labels. And I'm like, I want to do something with my dad, you know? Yes. Aww, so if you need any taste testers, let me know. <laughs> I will absolutely very good at drinking wine. Yes. Yeah. yes. I need a partner in wine. Love that. Sammy is a really good drinker. Yeah. I actually, I actually, I knew I liked her. Oh, I foresee you guys being friends. For I, I could see We've that. We've already too. hit it off. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're like we'll make sure you, made in heaven, you, know? you guys exchange numbers we after look this. related yeah you yeah well do. funny story the reason we started talking is because the outfit that brooke is wearing is arguably the exact same outfit i had on my body before i got here just with this beanie instead of that <laughs> nice little wide brim hat and i was like wow we would have been twins. twins yes now here's the the next kicker to see if you guys will really hang out Uh-oh. um sammy very single okay but, uh, on the prowl, she's okay. and so is Abby. Okay. Actually, okay. Abby is, uh-huh. yeah. she's got her <laughs> she's got her sights set on someone though. So it's a particular, it's a particular uh-huh. prowl. Um, are you currently? Because I know you're getting blown up in the DMs. But are you currently single? Blown up in the DMs. Well, you should way. see my DMs. Really? Oh my gosh, oh, good know. or bad? I can only imagine what your DMs look like because I've seen mine and nobody <laughs> right? knows who I am. So I cannot even imagine what it's like to open yours. Just picture. A baby carrot nestled amongst Stop. Uh, bunny fur. Are you serious? Maybe worse than bunny fur, a Brillo pad, maybe. <laughs> Something like that. Really? Yeah, it's really amazing that people are proud of these things. They're it's like, look at my little one incher. It's really bad. And they're holding it with two fingers like this. And I'm like, that is not. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know. man. Like, man, you should definitely not send that to anybody. Yeah. What do they think I'm going to be like? Like, oh, nope, my God. That's come it. over right come now. That's the one. Yeah. Dropping my location now. <laughs> so you get a lot of D pics. Oh, yeah. 
Oh, unsolicited. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Unsolicited. There was some meme that I saw a while back that they were going to have an MTV show, or this is like an idea. We should have an MTV show where it's like mom, three moms sit in a room and you show them dirty texts or dick pics, and then they have to match which one their dusty ass son sent this girl <laughs> oh unsolicited. God. And I was like, now that is a show I would watch. That reminds me of a girl that would actually go on the guy's page, find out who his family was, and then screenshot. Oh the d-pick yeah and Hell send yeah. it to his mother and be like this is what your son is doing. yeah and you know <laughs> what I love that. absolutely he deserves it this is what i love about when we have a female <laughs> guest on the show because i'm already surrounded by two you, have, you <laughs> haven't said anything for like the longest i'm still trying to picture up we're just beating <laughs> you down <I'm> like, <laughs> i just don't know where guys because i'm not that guy i have never sent a picture pick like that ever in my life and i never will i won't even send that to my wife i won't be like, honey i miss you and send her one i just won't <laughs> yeah. do that it's not in my DNA. I don't understand what is uh, that. Why do guys think that's attractive to send that? I don't. Listen, get if it. you figure it out, let us know, yeah. and then we can stop it. Seriously. The only thing I think of is like, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, you go like <laughs> psychology, right? They say men are visual. Like if they see a lady in lingerie, it's like boing. But for mm-hmm. women, it's so emotional, right? Like yeah. we like love how the guy makes us feel, or how mm-hmm. he treats us, or like the conversation that we had at dinner, or like whatever. I think they might think if I show her this, mm. she will want it. Mm. Like what? dangling the carrot. No, say, no <laughs> that I is don't. not how it works. I kind of like the mystery of being like, what do we have today? <laughs> Why will it be? <laughs> Who wants Do you have like drinking parties? All right, honey, come on, guys, girls. Absolutely. It's like one of, not like a favorite pastime, but it's hilarious to drink wine with your friends and go through dirty DMs that are oh, yeah. unsolicited. For sure. sure. So have oh, you ever wow. gone on like a dating app? Have you ever done dating apps? Oh, yeah. Do, and oh, do yeah. you go as yourself or do you put a different name? You have to go oh, for yourself, God. right? It's such a mess because some of them are like, it's not a clear picture of your face. And I'm like, I don't want to show my face. I don't want to be myself. Um, do you put, uh, what? what is your belay? No. Well, sometimes I go under Ellen because that's my middle name. So I'm like, maybe people will be confused a little bit or, yeah. you know, and I'll get like some of our friends from the icon and stuff like, hey, Stop. and I'm like, I freaking knew it. They, they go, uh, Ellen, real cool. You're going to have pictures of Brooke. Yeah. They totally <laughs> screenshot them to me and be like, somebody stole your profile. I'm like, they didn't. It's me. That's Somebody's me. impersonating you again. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Still me. That would be me. All right. So Desperate as ever. No, um, <laughs> wow. I have my sights set on somebody really cool. But, you know, my dating life is a disaster. It's actually like what kept me in Nashville, too. Because oh. I was going to move to Florida. I had my house for sale. I was like, I'm gone. Mm. And then Drew. Old Drew. Drew's Drew. Drew is your, man- your yeah. manager, correct? Yeah, Drew is the best. Honestly, talk about somebody that will like go through the freaking fire with you. Like Aww. Drew has been my believer since day one and is just a hustler. I just yeah. love that about him. Um, so anyways, yeah, I was like, yeah, I'm going to move. I got my real estate license. I was like, I just kind of like want to, if music isn't going to work out, I want to just kind of live a normal life, be on the beach, be near my dad. Where are your Brazilians? Where are my Brazilians? Yeah, not be messed with. Yeah, yeah, not be judged. And he was like, well, just come write, you know, one more song with me and my friend Landon. And I was like, okay, whatever. And it was about a relationship I was in for a year and a half. And it was just one of those things where like that tension starts happening. Like, okay, we're not like 25. You know, where is this going? And he kind of started the relationship with, you know, oh, you're the girl that changed the game and, you know, all this, you know, sweet talk and stuff. And and I would be devastated without you and this and that. Turns out he had no intention of moving forward with me at all. Mm-hmm. He, uh, it's so funny. I'm like, he really had 
a plethora of other uh, things he wanted to explore. Oh. Um, oh and wow. and two days after we wrote this song, right? We wrote it called, it's called Out of Curiosity. And we actually have Jimmy Allen singing on it now. He's oh. the duet on it. Um, and it actually turned out to be such a good song. Oh, yeah. Um, so, sorry, I'm taking so long to get through the story. So write this song, me and the guy break up. Two days later, Drew's like, before you go to Florida, you have to sing this demo, right? So, and my favorite word is serendipity. So when you hear this, it's gonna be like crazy. So I sing the demo, it's like super hard because I'm like, this sucks. Two days ago, I was like totally in love and thinking things were going good. And then we break up, I have to sing about this guy. Oops. And then go down to Florida with my tail between my legs, you know? Mm -hmm. So while I'm there doing my real estate school and stuff, I get a call from this label that's like, hey, um, you know, we're really interested in like hearing your stuff. Like we actually heard a couple things. Can you just send us some stuff? And out of curiosity was the song that got me my label deal and kept me in Nashville. Nice. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, you know, things work out in mysterious ways. And how, how recent was this? When, like, Oh God, uh, I want to say maybe four or five months ago. Pretty yeah. recently. Pretty, yeah. I, Cause I remember I was talking to Drew about getting you on this podcast. Mm -hmm. And he was telling me a little bit about your backstory. And I think mm -hmm. it might've been this particular story that you were literally going to move down. Yeah. My house was for sale. The for sale sign was in the yard. I went down, got my real estate license. It was just like this crazy time. Like we broke up. My dog of 15 years died. I was like, I'm done. And I was like, Nashville never loved me back. I'm over it. <laughs> I remember your dog. It was with the white Molly. Yeah. My little Molly Malone. I met so, Molly. But I ended up getting her a sister like a couple years ago. Uh, a spaniel, not a King Charles, but right. a cocker spaniel. Great dog. And it reminded me of like your dogs. I was like, their faces oh, are what? so sweet and stinky. They are. <laughs> yes. Cavalier King Charles or cocker spaniels, great dogs. Yeah. they. Were, I think that's like the dog I would get if I had to get more dogs. I would yeah. totally get a spaniel again. Yes. Cavalier King. Oh, I love him. Oh Cooper and Duke. Yeah, you still have Cooper. Cooper and Duke. Cooper's oh the gosh. oldest one. Oh, Duke. Duke was the baby at the Icon. That's right. That's <gasps> I right. remember one day I had to go with Shay to go up and like let them out or something. And I was like, can we please not leave? I just want to be surrounded <laughs> with puppies. <laughs> They're the best dogs. Yes. And now, and then I got an, another dog now, Gunner, who's a bigger dog, like oh. a lab dog. Oh, really? Yeah, he's cool. Like a Vizsla lab. It's a Vizsla lab. Oh, I like those dogs. And yeah. they all, they're sweet dogs, so they all get along. It's not like you have some like aggressive no. kind of thing. Awesome dogs. Yeah. We live out in the country now. I'm not, oh I'm not a downtown guy anymore. You know, I love the country though. That is the one thing I've figured out about Nashville is like having some space and like, I've had the best friends here. It's just a cool place. Like I miss the beach, but Nashville's cool. Yeah. I know you as a high rise girl. So do you live, uh, are you in a house? Yeah, now? I have a house now okay. and a yard and the whole thing. So it's nice, but you've grown up, you've grown up. I'm all grown up and living by myself, you know, I'm like, man, it would be really nice to have a husband in this house. Um, but now I, I check them DMS girl. You got I plenty know. of pics to go through plenty of carrots to uh, sort through. Who's got the biggest carrot? <laughs> all, right, all right. This is what I want to talk about. Is it this one right here? It is, is it this button yep. right here? Yep. All right, let's play this song. This is your, I think this is your latest song. Love mm, People? Love People, yep. Okay, here we go. Why do people have to love people? Turn and leave and hurt people. Making promises not to keep them. Is it really worth the pain? Wouldn't it be way safer? If strangers just stayed strangers. A heart can never break if you don't give it away. Why do people? Home. 
Less bar stools, some sad fools to listen to. There'd be nothing in the world to get over. No reason for your crying shoulder. No one hung up on anyone like I'm hung up on you. Why do people have to love? <laughs> and it ends. Sorry about that. <laughs> I have. It's so much fun. I love that song, by the way. Thank you. And so when did you record that? Before before you knew you were going to? No, that was after I got the label deal. So it was like, all right, full steam ahead. Let's get some songs down. So, um it's so funny because I actually didn't write love people of all things. Hmm. We, uh, we had curiosity. We had another song that we wrote with Jen Denmark. Um, and then we were kind of like the label wanted to get five songs at least. And we were kind of, I think drew went to one of his, it was an intern that worked at windswept at the time. And now he's like running some big publishing company <laughs> and he sent us a few songs and he sent us 10 songs. And some of them were like, eh. and then there were like three winners. Like, it's just so rare that you get three in a bunch, you know, it's like you get one out of a million. Um, so we recorded those two, but, um, yeah. Who do you bounce songs off of? Do you bounce them off? You have like a select few friends that you just like, Hey, do you like this song? And you like this song? Yeah. You know, what's so funny. My dad weighs in a lot. And so he has a background in music. So he was a studio a studio musician for years. Hulk Hogan was? Yeah. He's a killer, fretless oh bass player. Stop. Yeah. He's nasty. He's really good. I. This is amazing. Everyone I'm in your family has lived like nine <laughs> lives. Like, we yeah. not done. Hold on. Yeah. And what you gonna do when I get my bass out and play all over you? I mean, this is amazing. Yeah. That's the one thing I'm like, short of walking me down the aisle, my dad playing bass on one of my songs is like my actual dream. Well, get, make it happen. Yeah. I know, right? Happen. I'm putting Drew on it. I'm like, Drew, you get to be the gopher. Wait, you I have, feel like this is very feasible. No, you yeah. have to yeah. manifest yeah. yeah, he's sick. So it's so funny. We were riding in the car one day in Tampa and we're listening to like the XM, like rock station or whatever. He's like, oh, that's me playing on like some like super famous like what? rock band. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, I was like studio musician. I did a lot of these. I'm like, this is insane. Before cash, before he was. In, in oh, yeah. Have or? you seen him in a band? No, so he played in a funk band. Do people know this? Is this common knowledge? Uh, wrestling fans do, I think. But I don't think a lot of people actually know. So this is where you get your musical influence. Well, yeah. And then my mom forced me to take piano lessons. And I tricked my piano teacher to think I knew how to read notes, and I didn't. I've, I've learned so much today. I Here we go. This. You're about to learn more. Here we go. Here is, I want the one with him with a rifle, because oh. wearing bell bottoms with a rifle is really the way to go. Well, that's one of them. He's in the white suit in the middle. Oh, that's so Full cool. Ron Burgundy. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. He's a cool dude. I'm Ron Burgundy. How tall is Hulk Hogan? He's six four, six five, six he's, four. He was six six. From all the leg drops and stuff, I think he's right at like six four or six five now. How tall are you? I'm five nine and three quarters. Says my gynecologist. <laughs> Don't get Chuck started on gynecology. You know, I was talking about gynecology today. No, where where did your gynecologist start measuring? Because that doesn't seem right. They take your weight, which is the worst part. Oh, it's the first that, thing they do. Can you step on this scale, sweetie? You're like, yeah. sure. You'd think that the metal thing would yeah. be the worst, but the weight the part transformer. is the worst. Yeah, the transformer, yeah. <laughs> the wine opener. Gosh. Um, but no, I'll never look at a wine opener the same way ever again. <laughs> you know the ones with the crank oh, handle? Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm picturing. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, they like measure you like any other doctor's office. And they're like, let's see. You gained five pounds and lost an inch. It's great. Five, nine and three quarters. Is yes. that what you said? That's what they said. Exactly. I thought I was 5'11 at oh, one point, but I'm not. So did I. You're yeah. a tall girl to me. I, I always wear heels, though. That's what it is. Why? Mm-hmm. That's intimidating. Just, I'm just letting you know from a guy standpoint. Oh, please. It's intimidating, I'm telling you, because not a lot of guys are 6'3 like I am, okay, Sammy? That sounds yeah. like a so. them problem and not a Brooke problem. Yeah. So yes, why don't they just totally. take that? you got to separate the men from the boys. Exactly. Oh, sure. yeah. I, I didn't say I was intimidated. Um, I'm saying for guys and like other yeah. shorter guys. Do you know? guys tell you you're intimidating? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you should start saying, am I intimidating or are you intimidated? Yes. Because that's what I say. Exactly. I don't have time for that. I can't. And then you get some of the guys that are like, I'll climb that tree any day. I'm like, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Bring your carrot and I'll meet you in the back. Oh, my God. You made me ugly laugh. That was funny. (laughs) My boobs are sweating. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are becoming best friends. I know. If you feel any better, my laugh is ugly at all times. Yes. Just cackling. It's okay. This is great. Chuck's like, this is the best. That's not ever. We're all just talking about boobs. Gyne- <laughs> He's like a gynecologist. That and, is Chuck's uh, favorite topic these days. Picks. Well, because you're having a baby, though, I'm sure you like now nothing's off the table when it comes to gynecology. I love my gynecologist. <laughs> I've, I've gone over this before. I was the nicest guy in the world. You know, I figured yeah, at least he's nice. If he's going to be down there, he should be nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. <laughs> so crazy. 
my first visit to the gynecologist. Here we go. <laughs> we're Hold going on. there. Hold yeah, on. I'm ready. Such a good, yeah. Hold on, right? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I thought you were going to do boom, boom, boom. I wish I had that, but I just got yeah, this. We Here need we that. Go. We right. need the DJ Khaled like, boom, <laughs> boom. <laughs> we do need that. Um, no, so I was 16, not because I was sexually active, but I had to get on birth control because my periods were so heavy. So they make you go to the gynecologist yeah. to get it. <laughs> This was very traumatizing for somebody that had never, you yeah. know, even. Mm. Mm -hmm. So the lady is like with under the drape, right? Yep. Her mm -hmm. face is right in my business. And I swear to God, she looks over the drape and she goes, oh, my God, I recognize you. <gasps> no. And I'm like, by what? My hoo-ha? No. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. She's like, my daughter watches your show because oh we were on TV back when I was 15. Yeah. But she should yeah. know as like an older woman, how uncomfortable you were yeah. just being etiquette. there. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Slide down a little closer. Yeah. A little closer. Scoot your butt towards me. I'm like, this is so awkward. Yeah. Yeah. That's I'm sorry that that happened to you. Yeah. I know. Why does she not know any better? That bothers yeah. me. Am I the only one that apologizes when I'm at the gynecologist? I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I think I just I deflect and like use humor because when I'm uncomfortable, I just crack jokes. Oh, I hate so when they talk to you, though. When they're like, so, so how, how are you doing? I'm like, like, I've been better, uh, but I'm OK. Thank you so much. How's it look down there, Doc? You're looking pretty good. You're pinching me. I can't think. Let's just talk yeah. Well, fresh wax for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! Wow, this is getting awkward. So, oh, first, anyway. for the record, you brought this up. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> the guy. Where do we? Where do we go from here? Where I don't do we know. Go? Up. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully not up anywhere. Let's work right our way now. up. <laughs> That's what the uh, gynecologist said. <laughs> oh my God. You know. I've been yeah. hanging out with Drew Davis too long. Yes. Yeah. Is raunchy. Yeah. I think Chuck I is at nothing. a loss for words. Yeah, Maybe this like, is I why just, I thought you were soft-spoken. Yeah, Because yeah. I just ran over you. <laughs> no, it's fine. He's I'm, trying to check his bullet points. What's our next subject? He's like, What's oh my gosh, get me off. He's like, mayday, mayday. Let's see here. How about that song? Why do people have to love people? Turn and leave and hurt people. Making promises and lies. So is that song is that song available everywhere? It's on all streaming platforms. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So sorry, Chuck. I feel really no, bad now. This is no. This is amazing. No, this is, this is like my great. favorite. But I've I never seen Chuck speechless. Well, I just feel like we've talked about so many gynecology things <laughs> yeah. lately. Well, um, once you once you have a baby, we'll drop it. And we'll move on to something else, like boogers or something mm -hmm. that babies do. That's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, That's another thing too. I'm like anti to all mother to none so if you ever need a babysitter Ooh. or if your baby goes missing you know who took it yeah. i like love children you should come out to the yeah. house you'd love it out there oh, it's yeah. going to make you want to buy a home in the country yeah seriously i'm down and i'll you, totally do that and you can get a lot of uh you know bang for your buck out there i'll bring wine and i'll babysit so you and your wife don't have to hold the kid for wow. telling you be like oh we have an extra set of arms yeah what better set of arms than these right here these 24 inch pythons <laughs> these <laughs> hell yeah four hard. inch pythons actually i got some like i got some meat on me I was going to ask you about your gymnastics. So I was going to ask you about you having meat on your body. Yes, I am built like a defensive end. Thank you for noticing. No, you're not. Hey, boys. No, what's funny is I did gymnastics for a long time and dance and all this different did stuff. Did they tell you you're too tall? Yeah, they yeah, said we, we can't put you on the bars because your feet are going to hit and we're not going to adjust them for all the other people, um, so yeah. get out. You should oh, see the scars rude. on my feet. I just did yeah. it. Yeah, they told me the whole time, you're too big, you're not going to do this, you're too big, you're too tall, you weigh too much, blah, blah, blah. Oh, my gosh. And then I went Watch to college. Watch this dismount. Yeah, yeah, Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My goal, I mean, I was never 
like trying to be an Olympian by any mm-hmm. means. That's a completely different path. Right. But I was trying to go to college. My mother was actually a collegiate gymnast as well. Oh, wow. So she was my coach growing up and uh, just kind of started as like a babysitting thing. She mm-hmm. would go to coach other gymnasts mm-hmm. and I would just go and play around in right. the pit. And then 20 years later, I graduated right. from Central Michigan. Wow, that's awesome. Doing gymnastics. Michigan. Ooh. I think so. There's something we have not talked about yet. And I think that Sammy might be a great co-star for Uh-oh. you in this. Brooke. Oh. Brooke has a new show that she's working on. Ooh. Oh, okay. yes. Brooke knows Nashville. Delayed by COVID, unfortunately. Delayed by COVID. Thick chicks in Nashville. Oh, (laughs) Drew's. Oh, sorry. Wait a minute. What? Drew, your manager is. What is he doing? Is he saying, don't talk about it? He's being creepy. No, no, no. We can talk. No, we can talk about it. But he wants me to give you this comfy down here. He he told me to bring them today. And I think it's a good idea. Okay. Very long story. But well, you know what? I'll start with a good story first. Okay. The George Foreman grill. Right. Okay. I just happened to be friends with the guy with one of the guys, the head guys that was working on the George Foreman grill. And, and they had a list of athletes back in the day. Mm-hmm. Hulk Hogan was at the top of the list. Then it was, you know, Sylvester Stallone, George for all these different people, right? They call my dad and this was before cell phones because we were kids. I mean, you can have like the phone in the car, I think was what he had with the cord on it. Um, but he missed the call at the house while he was picking us up from school to do the George Foreman girl. It was going to be the no. whole Hogan girl. Yeah. Oh so gosh. hundreds of millions of dollars later, no. you know, man. What? Yeah. Okay. So anyways, that same guy Robert. that did the George Foreman girl has also done Snuggy and my pillow. He's a product developer for stuff like that. Wait a minute. My pillow guy is not yeah. the my pillow guy. No, no, no. The my pillow guy is, but this guy develops products oh, okay. for, yeah. So I love the my pillow guy. I, I know who, I, he's awesome. I love him too. I actually met him when he was giving them out at gifting suites and I had the original prototype of a my pillow. Right. And I cut through a moving box and severed that sucker. And I was so mad. Oh, I was like, no. I'm sure you can get another my pillow. Oh my, yeah. But it's like that particular pillow was like my thing. That was, it that was, was just so good. So anyways, yeah. The Snuggie has an upgrade and I'm working with him on this. So that's why we brought it. You're going to have it on your own Snuggie thing. It's called the Comfeet. Oh, and it is the Snuggie Hold with on. feet. <laughs> Could you spell that for us? Uh, it's not like coming <laughs> station. Sammy, come on. Come Sammy not, loved it. She like was following me. Okay. This is great. This is great. So, I love this. I was going to make you try it on actually. Okay. Cause I kind of want to see you in it. Cause right. I think it would be really cute. What do I do? What do I do with it? Cause men are visual. Well, remember? look at it. Oh yeah. Men are visual. <laughs> yeah. So this is really going to be a turn. <laughs> Can you imagine? No. Oh. So it turns into a little travel pillow, right? Okay. But you have to like take it out and okay. like, it's a blanket <gasps> and you're supposed to stick your feet in it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. Oh, so okay. let's see here. <laughs> oh my God. My He's mother's like, going to love this. Trying to fold a fitted sheet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's so confused. So that's where your, oh, le- oh, 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 <laughs> that's where your legs go. This also looks like something the gynecologist could use. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, honey. I'm going in. <laughs> oh my God. He's really going in. You're really putting it on. Oh, I cannot is. wait to see this on. Oh, oh it's so in. cute. So, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's- you know, so that like if you wanted to get up and walk around without tripping on your. <gasps> Blanket, you know, yeah. Look at how cute you look. Oh my (laughs) god, it looks the bagginess in between the legs is really funny. (laughs) Looks like I pooped my pants. (laughs) And it's got a little like pocket in the front. I was telling Drew, I'm like, so when they have their baby, they can just put the baby in the pocket. Wait a minute. So is this a prototype? Can I have this? You can have it. Yeah, we uh we brought two, one for you and one for your wifey. This is great because this will we I we always say we take this show, and I go into uh, the hospital on Friday. Yeah. And 
I'm going to take this. It's going to be one of her push presents. Yeah, you know? She could put her feet in it, and you could lift the flap in between and have the baby. (laughs) That's right. There's enough room in here. She could keep her feet warm. Yeah, I mean, literally, if she goes into labor, I'll just tell her to put this little blanket in. (laughs) It's a good birthing blanket. It will will catch the baby if I could get a darker color. (laughs) Like a football. Yeah, we've got a gray one here for you. If I could get a darker. Yeah. Catch all the things falling All the things. Uh, This is cool. Yeah. All right, so when does this come? Is this... When is this coming? It's out? already available, but we're uh, we're they're making me the spokesperson because I because he's my friend and he sent me a few and I'm like this is awesome. You don't actually think like you're like oh I'm not going to use this. You have no idea like it is actually very convenient. All right, for people oh, listening, comfy. This is how you spell it. Okay, <laughs> C O M as in Mary. That's right. C O M F E E T. Sammy Shea, C-O-M-F-E-E-T, Comfeet Blanket. Do you understand? Oh, so my cool. mother would buy a million of those. She wears like adult onesies at all times. Oh my god! So gosh. this is right up her alley. Yeah, you know the hands-free thing? Oh yeah. I'm kind of thinking about like, we should have one with all fours. But oh, then it would yeah. just be a onesie. You just need a butt oh. flap in the back. So, you know. <laughs> no, I like, I like the all fours because you, nobody wants to zip it in the back. No one wants to zip it. <laughs> yeah, very true. You know? You know? Like That's this. the bad thing about onesies is you got to zip it and unzip it. Yeah. So go for hmm. it. Yeah, my brain is my brain oh, is working overtime. You can call it foursome. Uh, oh, that's so smart! <laughs> I like that. You foursome. know, you got cum feet and foursome. Come foursome. Come. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say something else before in it, but I was like, <laughs> I don't know. We should just probably come. stop there. No, this is fantastic. Have I'm you not... ever thought about wrestling, by the way? Because you are tall. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen me in a speedo, but really? I don't. I don't know. If, I mean, I think. Listen, if I I uh, I can get in pretty good shape. You had to have played sports. I did play baseball in college. Okay. And I do triathlons. Oh, Maybe okay. I'll be the triathlete guy. Yeah. You can come so, in and like the number on your chest. Yes. I'll swim to the stage <laughs> and then I'll run to the corner. Yes. And, I'll, and, and then I'll, I'll hide. And I'll bike. And I'll, and <laughs> bike, I'll bike. And then leave. Oh yeah. When the other wrestler comes, I'll bike out of there. It's perfect. Well, I was going to say, cause you're, you've always like been athletic. Yeah. So I didn't know, you know, no, I, they have I'm, training centers in Nashville too. I'm not a, I'm not a big enough guy. I mean, I listen, I weigh 185. You should see some of these guys though. They're tiny. Same. Really? Yeah. They just look built because no one's standing next to them. Or? Yeah. Oh, if I stood next to some of them, you'd be like, Brooke Hogan is definitely a man, but it's really that they're just tiny. Really? I mean, I'm taller than the average bear, but yeah. Who is, who is one of the most intimidating guys you've been around? Like in just in wrestling. Yeah. In wrestling. Oh, God. Because you've been around them all. Mm, you know, I think when I was a little kid, I was deathly afraid of The Undertaker because I thought he was the underwear taker. And I mean, that sounds worse when you're like an adult. But as a kid, you're just like, no, please don't take my underwear. You know, but um, yeah, I think it had to have been maybe him because he was just so dark and like even seeing him in the hallways and stuff in costume. It's just like, you know, Sting would come up to you with his face pain or like any, you know, the knob, Brian knobs or like the nasty boys. And they'd all be, you know, but God, he would come out with that like death music and like just looking like the Grim Reaper. Yeah. It's kind of terrible. And he's really tall. So it just was like with the trench coat and everything. Very scary. He's actually really tall. Yeah. He's very, all the old school guys were huge. Yeah. My dad, um, King Kong Bundy, like. Did you ever meet Andre the Giant or was that too you? Were you I too believe young? he held me when I was a baby. <gasps> I don't, I think they've got a picture of it somewhere. Well, that's a great yeah. picture to have. Yeah. Yeah. You got to find that. Oh God. Poor Andre. My dad's got stories for days about him. I, they say he can drink, like he drinks like. Oh yeah. That's like, that's, he could drink 10 bottles of wine and be fine. I mean, his hand around a Coke can was like 
a bear. It was yeah. just crazy. He was actually huge. Andre the Giant was seven. He was foot, really right? huge. He was seven hundred pounds, I think it was. Wait, I gotta look it serious? up. It was either five hundred or seven hundred. Big, big, big guy. My dad actually couldn't lift him that night that he slammed him. He was like, I can't. He tried once and he couldn't get him up. And don't they have to jump? They jump with the lift a little bit. Well, yeah, but I mean, Andre was just so big. I mean, even if he jumped, I mean, think about when you finally get that weight, even if he jumps to help you. Right. And, and he couldn't jump very it. high. You still are harnessing that weight above your head. And he told my dad in the ring, he goes, just, you know, try one more time. He's like, you got it, boss. And my dad ripped both of his lats picking him up. <gasps> oh but he gosh. did it. Oh, he did slam him. Yeah, I remember. He yeah, he did end he, up doing it. Yeah. He Crazy. ripped both of his both lats. Both of his lats. Yeah. It says he's seven four. Yeah, when he oh. my when my dad lifts up his arms right under his armpit, there are like two holes. Like it just never like healed. It's crazy. Well, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, that's crazy. But Andre, like obviously, they would go and travel and go to Japan and you know tiny bathrooms, especially back in the eighties. You know mm. now they're kind of modernizing it for travelers and stuff like that. But back in old school Japan, you know the, it was like the the sink, the bathtub, and the toilet was like all one mold. Right. You know, and um, he couldn't go to the bathroom. Yeah. So he would like lay newspaper out on the bed and like think it was funny. And be like, hey, boss, come check this out. And my dad would walk into his hotel room and he's like, dude, <laughs> I can't. That's a lot. <laughs> oh Who let the horse in here? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but he was just such a nice guy, though. My dad is still like, like really, they weren't friends at first. Like he was really intimidating to my dad. And then somehow they made friends. Uh, well, you, I mean, that's the only way to be with somebody like yeah. Andre the Giant. Yeah, you have to be friends with Don't, them. Yeah, you got to be friends with them. Yeah. Why would you want to be enemies? And they did this um, at one of the WrestleManias. I think they did some bronze statue of him that was like life size. And they had my dad take a picture, kind of doing the same face off thing of that famous picture at WrestleMania. Right. My dad started crying. Oh. He cries at the Lion King too, though. He's very Aww. sweet. I feel like your dad is a sweet guy. Oh my God. He texted me last night. He goes, I love you and I miss you. And I said, Dad, why didn't you know? FaceTime me. He goes, I'm watching The Voice and everybody's singing country western music and it reminds me of you. Country western. I love it. Very That's cute. So cute. He's a teddy bear. How old, you? So How old is. Um, he's 67 and still working out three times or three hours a day right oh gosh he's absolutely insane wow but he's in great shape he look yeah he yeah. looks fantastic yeah and he is he doing you know what i don't i don't want to talk about your dad i want to talk about that. why do people have to love people turn and leave and hurt people making promises not to keep them is it really worth the pain it wouldn't is. it be it's really worth the pain Strangers, you stay oh God, strangers. A heart you never Jason. break. If you don't give it away, why don't Love people everywhere. What were you saying? It's so funny because you're so nice to be so sensitive about like the let's not talk about wrestling, let's talk about your music. But I'm like at this point where I'm like, I'm so proud of my dad and who I am mm. and where I'm from. And you know, if if people like have an issue with it or claim nepotism, I'm like, listen, I cocktail waitress. My dad was never like, Here's just this, he never wanted us to like not know what working for a dollar was. So like after the show and everything, me and my brothers kind of took off and did our own thing. So, and I like that about him. I'll probably do the same thing with my kids. I'll be like, nope, you got to get a job. No, that's fantastic. I I understand where you're coming from because I immediately, you have to already overcome something Mm -hmm. because they look at you like Brooke Hogan, all Hulk Hogan. They, Mm -hmm. They naturally associate you with your dad, right? which is which is great. I think mm-hmm. that's a good thing. I think so too. But then it gets people to check you out. It gets people to be interested in what you're doing mm-hmm. and you back it up with talent and you yeah. back it up with what you've been doing. Yeah. We started talking a little bit about Brook Knows Nashville. Mm-hmm. So that did, it got sidetracked because of COVID. Well, COVID is filming. jacking everything up. Yeah. There's just so many like things you got to go through to make sure the whole crew is COVID free and like, 
it's really it's a lot because when you're filming a show like that you've got like a 30 person crew right. it's hard to kind of clear that with the city and all the permits and different things you have to do so we're just kind of like waiting to see if this will kind of blow over hopefully it, well yeah i think yeah, yeah i think i've always said once the vaccine gets here mm-hmm. and we get into the new year and and things settle down a little bit i right. think you're gonna be fine yeah i think so too and i hope with i hope that that's the same to go with touring as well mm-hmm. i think touring oh, no. touring will pick up i think the middle of the summer i think people will start feeling normal again yeah Live music is like such a heartbeat of humanity. It's like people love music, especially in this town. I was going to say, especially yeah. in this town. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's a, it's sad sometimes. You walk around downtown Nashville, and you're just like, you can see people wanting to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Like, but there's just you know, if there's not a table available, you can't. You know, it's like like you got to sit down. You got to do all these things. But I think we're getting close to getting out of it. It is so true, though. It's like it's like seeing somebody like after they die and their soul is gone. It's like they're just not there. It's like the city is the yeah. same way, like the city that I moved here to and fell in love with. And just all of that is like, what happened to my town? When we were right. in like the the extreme lockdown, mm-hmm. you know, back in whatever month that was, April, May. I remember I would just go on walks every day because what the hell else am I going to do? And I will never forget the first time I walked down Broadway when everything was shut down and it was eerie. Mm -hmm. It was like apocalyptic. I know that's not, yeah, Yeah. it sounds like dramatic, but it was not, it was, I hated. I never went back. I never went back down there when we were locked down. I'm like, this is not for me. And you're in energy too, like I am. So I'm like the whole energy of the city of people singing and and bringing joy to people. It's like, that was the heartbeat well when people are like well what do you do for fun i'm like uh <laughs> i go to bars and listen to people play music then yeah. and then all of a sudden you start thinking like i mean yes i do other things for fun mm-hmm. but that's something that really did attract me to moving to this city right and then when it's just kind of ripped out from underneath you i didn't realize how much i enjoyed that you until just need to have gone. chuck break out the guitar and serenade oh, you i don't have to ask him i serenade her every day when we come into the studio Aww. this is true <laughs> dream is a wish yeah, it's makes. usually disney yeah. i've been learning that that song for tucker really boy yeah Aww. i'm a big disney fan so i'm that's i'm gonna sing i've been singing that song to him a dream of your wish you're are I, you gonna raise him on like the old school disney yes yeah yeah i love that if people were having an issue with it i'm like all right that's one thing to be sensitive let's not be too sensitive oh that's the little mermaid and all mind. those things i'm like gosh right i love those movies they're just so beautifully animated and just such great stories yes yeah. Yeah. I'm a, so you're a huge Disney fan? Huge yeah. Disney fan. Who's, yeah. your, who's your favorite? What's your favorite? Well, mine was The Little Mermaid okay. for a long time. I am not a Frozen fan, unfortunately. Really? Yeah, but I love Moana. Probably because it's at the beach. Yeah, yeah. well, I love, love <laughs> mm-hmm. Moana too. I, uh, I just left a Frozen-themed birthday party. Really? It was... Uh, so I wanted to talk about this because it has... With Paul Kogan and your dad, mm-hmm. I see it a lot with Cassie, my wife, because her brother is Jason Aldean. Oh, okay. So I they, did not know that. So, so immediately I see a lot. I see a lot of that. Like I go, this is so weird. I go to the dump. Like I live way out in the country where mm-hmm. you have to take all your trash to the dump. Right. And the guys at the dump, they're super <laughs> nice. They're like, great. They're like these old, hey, Chuck, what's going on, man? What yeah. you been up to, man? <laughs> and they don't know that I can hear them once they go back into their little room. Mm-hmm. And every time, it happened to actually happened this morning. I took, went to the dump. And... I talked to the guy, super nice. Hey, Chuck, what's going on? Man? Yeah, it snowed last night. It was pretty cool. And I said, I'll see you later. And he goes back into his room. He goes, I hear it clear as day. 
That was Jason Aldean's brother-in-law, man. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I'd sing too. <laughs> I'm oh my, my own person. <laughs> so I, that's why I wanted to bring that up. It's so, because there's different variations of mm-hmm. if you have su- someone very successful in your family, right. whether it's your dad, mm-hmm. your brother-in-law, whoever. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think you handle it really well. I always tell people too, it's like, we've been through so much as a family, you know, with like just so much public drama and like, you can have this empire, you can have tons of money, you can have all these things. All it takes is one slip up, you know, one lawsuit, one thing for you to not have money anymore, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, my dad's like, thank God I know how to make money. But it's like, yeah, you know, we went through a really hard time where it was just like, what, what are we going to do? You know, my parents are getting divorced and they're handling lawsuits and different stuff like that. And it's like, I guess go cocktail, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and actually it's so funny cause I was cocktailing and I was like, man, this is like TV money. Yeah. I was like, this is like being a stripper without having to take your clothes <laughs> off. Wow. I don't <laughs> even I don't call like time this. For this. <laughs> uh, well, that's, we'll, we'll get to get back to that. Why I left Jason mm-hmm. Aldean's sons, Memphis, my godson, right. we, he had a frozen themed party Aww. and he is in love with Anna and Elsa, Elsa, right? Right. And uh, they had Anna and Elsa show up at the birthday party. Oh, gosh. And you would have thought, I mean, he he was low. He's like, wait a minute. There's no is this way. the real thing. Yeah. Wait a minute. These are, this is life size. <laughs> they're, they're moving and talking. Aww. And it was so cute. Um, I left the party to come here and actually mm. do this podcast. Aww. I Before I was uh, I left, he was holding Anna. Who, no, Elsa is the main one, right? Mm-hmm. He was holding Elsa's hand. Oh, my gosh. And, t- and sh- introducing her. Oh, my, my gosh. gosh. My oh, ovaries. my gosh. How Me- cute. Memphis is three. Oh. Yeah. Those are really no, cute three, kids. Yeah. I mean, it, ridiculous. So. They look like little doll babies. Yes. They are Yours are going to be cute, babies. too, because both you and your wife look like models. I, I Listen, I... As, Cassie is, yeah, she's hot. <laughs> she's real hot. She's good looking. She's real good. Yeah. She's real good. Well, so thank you for um, coming. Thank you for such a great interview. Yes. Like, you were great at this. I'm so proud of you and like wow. seeing you doing so well. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. I got all the buttons, guys. That's my payback. You know uh, you know, I can, and what you gonna I got, do? I can hit them all day. You think your dad's going to listen to this, by the way? Oh, for sure. hundred percent. Right. Oh, that makes me happy. I was kind of like, should we FaceTime him and see what he's doing? Oh my God, please don't. Yeah. Try watching Face. the voice. Can we yeah, now? FaceTime. Let's see what he's doing. FaceTime. Let's see. Oh my God. Hey, listen. That He'll be, be like, the hell, why are you doing this oh, to me? Dear. He probably won't answer. Put him on. Hulk Hogan, if you're listening right now. That's so... If Hulk Hogan and listening right now, he'd be like, what'd you guys do tonight? Nothing, just FaceTime Hulk Hogan. What'd you guys do? No big deal. I'll, I'll send him a text real quick you. and just let him know it's coming. Because he'll be like, I'm watching The Voice. Call me later. <laughs> yeah. You know? Remember when TiVo was a thing? I, TiVo. Oh, remember God. TiVo? TiVo, I was, wow. gonna, I was just going to say, tell him to TiVo it. TiVo know, was like, right? the, do you remember that, Sammy? I still have a TiVo. <laughs> Really? Oh, wait, what? Yes, I do in my living room. Oh. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> Sammy, this is great. Sorry, I mean, it I'm, works. Like, why not just keep using it? Let's get a smart TV. TiVo. You know what? I've had my TVs for like years, and I'm like, you know, I'm creature of habit. Same. I got. A, I don't even have cable. I have Roku. I just like stick the little. Roku, the new Roku thing, yeah. Right? yeah. Roku's yeah. great. Smart TVs. You know, just yes. somewhere to go. No, my TV's still dumb. I just have I, a Roku stick. Oh, my gosh. This we are currently. I have a little favor to ask you, and I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but. Oh I am doing a podcast with That's a very right. good friend of mine that actually lived in the Icon with me That's a right. long time ago. That's right. And he's got a pretty big podcast now. No big deal. Top uh, 20 since it came out. Top 20 since, top 20 since it came out. 
And can I put you on speakerphone just to say hi to everybody, please? Okay, hold on. This is great. Okay, Daddy, you're on with Chuck. What's up, Chuckamania? Oh, Chuckamania. <laughs> Let's go, Hawkamania. This is fantastic. <laughs> I got to say, I love your daughter. I've known her for probably since 2011 when she lived at the Icon. And we've crossed paths many times uh, over at Doc McGee, McGee Entertainment. And it's good to see her back making music. We love her here and we love you. And thank you for joining us for like, you know, a hot 20 seconds on Talk to Chuck. Well, I was telling them that you played bass guitar and they didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, for a long time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's that's that that actually is more impressive to me than than your whole wrestling career. I yeah. love that you played music. Well, I would, I would pretty much do anything to avoid working a real job. So that uh, music was about a 10 year span after high school, you know, took music lessons growing up guitar lessons my mom played piano at the house all the time so it was always around so you know we just started the garage band thing and all of a sudden we started making money on weekends and before i knew it i was in 12th grade at robinson high school living in a hotel near over a nightclub <laughs> so we played till four in the morning i had to be at, at home room at 8 a.m so it was uh, kind of interesting but <laughs> You're living. You're, you're living in the wrong city, man. You got to move to Nashville. Re recreate the yeah. dream. Let's go. Oh my God! Yeah, I was. I was with uh, my wife at the Mecham uh, car auction. Not this January, but last January. And uh, uh, Ricky Matlock was there from, from Skinner. He goes, "Hey, we're going back out on the road. Why don't you just roll with us for about four months? Because I know all their songs. I mean, everybody knows all the old Skinner songs from the seventies and eighties." And I said, "Man." If I could uh, get around the way I used to, I'd love to go, but um, I, I'm much better off just sitting on the beach. <laughs> yeah. So, and who do you remember him? Who who do you remember? You cried on one of his wrestling matches. Oh, I did. Uh, so I cried uh, when I was a kid. I watched you wrestle King Kong Bundy, and I was sat very, very close to the television that night. And I remember when King Kong Bundy, I hate to bring it up, when he beat you, I cried like like a little baby, and I was very upset because I was I was a Hawkamaniac. I was the, I was one of them. Did you send me a get well card? Because I sent cards out to everybody that sent me something. Oh, I, I didn't do that. I didn't know I could oh. do that. I lived in such a small town. I didn't know what mail was. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That was one of our first fan interaction deals, you know, to to get on the same page with the fans. We actually sent little thank you cards out, you know, to all the fans that wrote in. Yeah, was I think he squashed me in the corner and broke my ribs or something. I can't remember, but oh, it's okay. one of those crazy deals, you know. Jeez. Well, you did all right. You bounced back. Yeah. You bounced yeah. back. Yep. <laughs> I, was, I was telling him how you're training still three hours a day. You can't get him to oh. stop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, hey, I'm glad Brooks back at the studio. The new music is really cool, you know, so. It's fantastic. Did you know that she wants you to play on one of her records? She wants you to play bass? <laughs> yeah. 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 That, that would be fun. Okay, yeah. let's make it happen. I'm like, we gotta make it happen. So we gotta make it happen. You know the you know the weird thing. I don't I don't drink like I used to, but back in the day, not really back in the day. This has happened a few years back. I mean, I'll be sitting at a bar on the beach here or something, and everybody around Clearwater knows I used to play in a band here because I was playing in all the local clubs here growing up. And every once in a while, they go, "Oh, come on up and play an old standard or something." So if I have a few beers in me. Anytime standard three chord progression or blues stuff or Johnny B. Bad or any of the old crap, I'll get up there and 
and that's around. We got a lot of rock and roll bands around the area here. Mm-hmm. You know, not not too much country, but around here it's all either rock and roll or electronic music. So, you know, I don't, I don't even mess with it anymore. I've, I've got guitars upstairs. I don't even touch them. So I kind of. I lost the lost the vibe for the music. You no, know? you did. No, you put no, a guitar no. in his hands once, and he's back at it. You're, you're not backing out that easy, man. <laughs> you, we got you. We're gonna find a song for you. You're gonna get in the studio with your daughter. You're gonna crush it. Thank, <laughs> listen, we won't keep you. We know you got to get back to the voice and and oh, watch yeah. all that. Somehow <laughs> you love watching the voice. Because I, I was watching the voice. <laughs> <laughs> I told him how cute you are that you watch the voice and it's your favorite show. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know the weird thing is, I just love seeing people do good, and all four judges this year each have country western artists Blake has a guy that has the most incredible voice I mean it's just it just sounds like he just gargles for glass you know yeah. his voice is it's between a Johnny Cash voice and it's the most amazing voice I've ever heard and I just I mean, every time that guy starts singing I start bawling like a baby he sounds so good it's great I know you're softy oh yeah right brother okay i'll call you back as soon as i'm done all right y'all be cool and eat fruit okay love you thank you love you bye that's cool well that was a good finale to the interview but thank you seriously for doing such a nice interview and and being so thoughtful in all your questions and oh you're fantastic obviously being so fun and your ladies are very sweet so this is what we cover we love that you that you stayed in nashville yes that you're gonna have uh brooke knows nashville coming out Mm -hmm. soon as COVID gets through and get back to filming yep uh new music of course yep uh your dad's cool as crap i I think he's way cooler (laughs) now than i've ever thought he's been yeah he's so cool i love that about him and we think that you and sammy are going to be best friends (laughs) awesome she's like i'll just sit over here by myself and be lonely you can be our friend too abby's cool abby's cool she do you want to you want to be friends with him too yeah yeah, we need a brunette yeah let's go girl all right join us uh every monday and thursday when we're on time is when we have new talk to chucks be sure to subscribe rate it review it this is the only podcast that can really have Hulk Hogan on it. I mean, Brooke That's Hogan, true. Hulk Hogan. I don't know That's any true. other country podcast at Hulk Hogan. I'm so jealous on. he called you brother. <laughs> so <laughs> jealous. But Brooke, this is what we're ending on. This is available everywhere. We love you. Thank you for joining us, Brooke. Thank you, Chuck. All right. Why do people have to love people? Turn and leave and hurt people. Making promises not to keep them. Is it really worth the pain? Love country? Talk to Chuck. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.